this is Carrie Peters and Stacey Morgenstern and welcome to better than ever a health coach Institute podcast where we're here to question how we do life because the normal rules no longer apply Hello, Better Than Ever podcasters. Hannah Duncan here with Nikki Wells. She is one of our 10K participants, and she was up on stage at our last event. Uh, Nikki, welcome to the Better Than Ever podcast. How are you doing? I'm doing awesome, Hannah. How are you? I'm great, and I'm so jazzed that we were able to get this interview in. Guys, Nikki is a super busy woman, especially (laughs) since the live event. So we are just so thrilled to have her on here today and get a little insight into how she made 10K in 10 weeks. So Nikki, let's get started. What was your life and your business like before the 10K challenge? I have to admit that I, before the 10K challenge, I was pretty lost. I was making no money in my business. I think I made $2,500 in the whole year before we started the challenge. And yeah, you know, I was pretty I was pretty unsure of myself. To be honest, I didn't think that I was good enough to be coaching on what I really wanted to be coaching on. So because of that, I ended up trying on all the different hats and trying on this niche and that niche and, you know, doing all of the different things. Yeah, you know, it was an interesting time of, of, of me growing and, and figuring it out and feeling kind of confused and unsure. But in my heart, I knew that I wanted to do this coaching thing. I wanted to figure out how to make it work. So what ultimately inspired you to join the 10K challenge? You know, the belief in myself was like, I know that I'm, I want to be doing this coaching thing. I know that I'm good at it. I had the certainty that this is the thing that I wanted to be doing. You know, I wanted to, I want to make a career and a business out of coaching. And it was kind of that moment of like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm no more setting, you know, loose goals and everything. It's like, I wanted to have that, that structure and that goal to go for. And that was, that was a big drive for me. What do you think was sort of holding you back from the start? I think when I found coaching almost immediately, I knew that I wanted to be working with other entrepreneurs. I I just love the entrepreneurial spirit. And I had this feeling like it was that I should be, that I wanted to be doing more than just health coaching people. I came into coaching, you know, through, through health because I had a background as a um, natural chef and a holistic nutritionist. So it was kind of made sense for me to do health coaching. And I had never even heard of coaching before. And so when I found the program and I started coaching and I started learning about what coaching was, I almost immediately knew that it was going to be something greater for me than just than, than just that, you know, coaching somebody on being healthier. Like I I knew the purpose was bigger for me, but I didn't feel like I had enough experience. Like I told myself these stories that I didn't have enough experience to be coaching other entrepreneurs or other coaches, or, um, you know, I didn't know enough. Right. And I had those stories playing over and over. And those were the stories that kept me from from really doing the thing that I wanted to do. Like it was this constant feeling of, of skirting around the truth that I knew was there. The truth that I would have of what I really wanted to be coaching people on and what I really wanted to be talking about. And I was afraid. I was afraid that I didn't have enough experience. Why would somebody, why would another entrepreneur pay me, you know, to coach them? Um, And so, yeah, I spent that whole year kind of, avoiding doing it because I was afraid and thought I didn't have enough experience. It was this story that I was playing out. 
so that was the thing I think prior to the 10k challenge that really um, that really held me back and then I think um, we had a grad retreat in January right around when we I think started the 10k challenge just after the New Year's right yeah and then we had a grad retreat and it was at that retreat that I just decided I really I had already you know sort of said I was going to do the 10k challenge and then it was at that retreat that I was like you know what I'm doing a 10k challenge and at that retreat I decided I'm going to go with what I know is true for me and I know I want to be coaching other coaches and other entrepreneurs and I'm just going to do it it doesn't matter and that was when everything started to change for me so you've said yes to 10k how did you overcome the fears that come up during the challenge and still stay motivated week to week you know, it's that, it's that thing. I know that I want coaching to be a long lasting career for me. I've done a lot of different things in my, uh, my short 29 years of life. And the, when I found coaching, it was this, it was like a vortex of, I know this is what I want to be doing. And so that's, what's kept me going is that this is, I'm in this for the long run. This isn't a hobby for me or something that I'm just sort of trying out. I, I have this certainty and this belief that this is what, I, what I'm meant to be doing. And I really love it. And so, you know, that was a big thing that allowed me to overcome any fears and any resistance or any, you know, self-limiting beliefs that might come up, might have come up for me during the time, you know, of the 10-week challenge and beyond. And then I think the other piece in that is, for me, was the lifestyle, the life that I wanted to be living. I really, you know, my partner and I really want to travel and we love to travel and take adventures and do things and, and have that, you know, freedom lifestyle, if you will. And so that was another big driving factor for me that I need to get there. I need to get to the place where I have this business that I love that makes me money and that allows me to have the flexibility that I want to have in life. And so those things really, they really kept me going. Definitely. And they still keep me going. <laughs> <laughs> so how much money did you end up making by the end of the challenge? So by the end of the challenge, I, I made $10,150. As opposed yeah. to the, what was it? 2,500 that you made the entire year before. Yeah, exactly. So that was, that was really like that. The, the end of the 10 K challenge in May, I was like, I had, by the end, I had that belief in myself of like, wow, if I can get that far, like keep going, Nikki, you know, you can do this. And from there, everything just totally exploded for me. That's amazing. Yeah. So when exactly did you hit 10K? Um, I hit 10K, oh gosh, I think it was, it was really close to the end of the challenge. It was sometime, maybe a couple, like, I don't exactly remember when it was maybe a couple of weeks before. And um, I remember getting a call from Lucas and he was like, so did you hit the, you hit the 10 K challenge? And I was like, yeah, I can't believe it. It was, you know, I hadn't even been like fully aware that I hit it. And then it like kind of, I realized I was like, Oh, I got to 10 K. <laughs> so it was a pretty, it was pretty cool. That's great. Did you, did you notice it in that moment? Like what was that moment like when you officially hit that $10,000? You know, it was, 
I honestly think it was like, it, it became more real when Lucas, um, you know, my coach, success coach at the time actually called me and he was like, so I forget what he said. He was like, oh, um, are you going to send me a check or something like that jokingly? And I was, and it really like it hit me and I just was so proud of myself that I, that I got there and that I was able to, and the part that was even more that's even more exciting was that it was people, you know, I was, it was clients that I actually wanted to be coaching on. Those were clients who were other coaches or other entrepreneurs. And that was the part that was the most amazing for me was that I was actually making money coaching on exactly what I wanted to be coaching on. I mean, that in itself was an incredible place to get to. That's great. So you've, uh, you've hit this 10 K. Did anything change for you in that moment? Like your attitude towards coaching, your confidence, like what, what did that do for you? Total and utter belief in myself that this is what I'm doing and that I can do this. And that if I can make 10 K in 10 weeks, what else can I do? Can I make 10 K in a week? You know, that, confidence that people uh, that people want the coaching that I have to offer that they need it that it transforms their lives and that I get to have my life transformed in the process was incredible and you know I think the money the money the making money is a is just a reflection of like how much of an impact you're having on people in a lot of ways you know when you when you get to actually have paid clients, that's when you know that you're, you're really impacting people, that people really value and honor you and your gifts that you're bringing into the world. For me, that was the moment of complete belief in myself that I can do this and that this is what I'm meant to be doing. Also, a little bit of like a, man, I wish I had started believing in myself sooner, but... <laughs> you know, we all have our process of, of getting to where we want to be. You've said yes to the 10K challenge. Uh, the year before you only made $2,500 in your business. How did you find clients? Where did you find clients? I have to say that the year before I, you know, I tried all of the different things and I would, you know, do talks or events. And, you know, I think I tried to do some webinars and all these different things. And none of them, the, none of that was really working for me. And what started working, there's two things. The first thing is, is I actually was kind of decided to be willing to put myself out there and actually offer my services to people. And that was a shift for me. Um, when I heard somebody express a need that I thought I could fulfill, I reached out to them, whether it was in, you know, in person or um, online. So that's a big part of it, a big part of the shift that happened for me. And then the other thing that really got me to connect with clients, I do all of my marketing on Facebook. Everything that I do is on Facebook. I've connected with all of my clients through Facebook. I think I've gotten one client through Instagram. It's been amazing because I like, you know, the lifestyle piece is really important to me. And so it wasn't working for me to, you know, be going out and doing talks all the time. I wanted, I travel pretty frequently. And so I needed to connect with clients in a way that allowed me to have that flexibility. And I really found that through, through Facebook. Before the 10K challenge, before you really started putting yourself out there, did, 
did people know you were a coach? Were you open about that? People did know that I was coaching, but part of the issue was that in the whole year before, you know, when I made the $2,500, I was so unclear about what I was doing and what I was coaching on. And, um, you know, I kept kind of changing what my, my niche and who I was supporting. And I was still sort of doing personal chefing for people. So there was, it was very confusing. And I think that made it difficult for people, you know, for me to really connect with ideal clients because I was being really wishy-washy with what I was doing. I wasn't sure about myself and about what I was doing. And and that really, really showed. Um, And so then after after the, when the January retreat happened and I kind of really officially committed myself to the 10 K and 10 weeks challenge, I, I said, this is what I do. I'm a coach for entrepreneurs and other coaches. And I really just started speaking from that place. I allowed myself to be specific and that's what needs to happen in order to get people on Facebook. Like there has to be that being specific and saying, this is what I do and, and being very clear about it. And that was a big shift for me. Definitely. You know, we see this a lot with students. They, they start off and they want to be the everybody coach. They want to coach everyone under the sun. Doesn't matter what's, what's wrong, what's right for you. They, they want to do it all. So you're saying once you settled into, you know, the type of coaching that you wanted to do, the type of work you wanted to do, you saw a, a boost in your business. Is that correct? Absolutely. That is it. Before it was, it was just so messy. I was messy. And so you can't, you can't attract people when one day I'm talking about food and the next day I'm talking about this and that, you know, it just, it doesn't work. And as soon as I said, you know what, this is what I want to be coaching on. And I'm going to talk about this thing. It, everything just started falling into place. What was your strategy behind Facebook? What did you start doing that really helped boost your clientele? I really love to do Facebook lives and I quickly realized that I, that I really enjoyed them. And so Facebook live is actually the main way in which I share content. I do some written posts and things, but generally most of what I share is on Facebook lives. And so that was how I started building the following of people, you know, watching my, my Facebook lives and, and getting inspiration from them and getting you know, valuable content. And, and that was what allowed from there, I was able to, um, you know, connect with people. People started messaging me about the work that I was doing. And so Facebook Live has been a crucial piece in, in my, my business growth over this past year, for sure. I'm sure a lot of people are interested to know some of the, like, the details and, in which you're, you're doing your Facebook Lives, you know, how long you're doing it, how much content you're mm-hmm. giving out each time. Um, do you care to sort of elaborate on a little bit of your strategy? You don't have to give it all away, but I'm sure a lot of people are like, how is she doing it? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> You know, it's so interesting. I, I see with pe- I, pe- I see people really struggling with doing the Facebook lives, and it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be so hard. Is the one thing I want to say. Um, so, a little strategy. The thing to do is to really get clear on what is you know asking yourself before you do a live. What's the outcome? What would you like people to get from watching your live? Whether it's you want them to 
take a certain action or you want them to feel inspired to do something, you know, so just asking yourself that question so that your live has a purpose. Um, and then, you know, from there, the next kind of piece of advice I would give is to really allow yourself to show up vulnerably and, and raw and authentically and just let it come out as it, as it does. Because um, a lot of, I see a lot of people, you know, they'll ask me like, should I script it? Should I, you know, have bullet points? And, and I understand the, the need there is to have some, you know, direction in what you're talking about. Um, and it's great to do that, you know, maybe for a couple of your lives to have some bullet points that you want to speak to. But the point of, a, of you doing a Facebook Live is for people to, for your client to feel like you guys are sitting there together, uh, you know, having coffee or they're sitting there with you having a conversation. And it's not this, this thing where people are, Facebook Live isn't like a TV show where you are an actor and actress and you have a script and you know exactly what you need to say and there's all this you know this drama and emotion it's we we think that it needs to be something like that but it's not facebook live is you showing up authentically live in the moment you know as you are connecting with with the people who follow you people will ask me is do you you know decide ahead of time sometimes i do but generally I take something that I'm feeling inspired to share and I share it with people. I show up, I have, you know, my camera on a tripod. I would highly recommend if you're going to do Facebook lives to get a tripod so that your camera is steady. You may need to purchase like a light so that your, you know, the lighting is good and there's nothing worse than dark lighting on a Facebook live. So, you know, I ask myself what I'm going to share. I go on live, I share while you're live, if you have people watching you and engaging with you, you can ask them, you know, you can ask them to participate and ask questions, um, give you hearts and thumbs up. And just if people are watching live, ask them to engage with you. And if there's nobody watching live, then ask the people who are watching the replay to engage with you and leave a comment or ask a question or something like that. So you really want to, uh, when you're doing the lives, you really want to engage with your viewers. And some people will say, well, Nikki, like I don't have anybody watching me or I only have 30 people on your page or whatever. And that's okay. You know, I used to be at that, that point too, when I didn't have anybody watching my lives and didn't have anybody following my page. But the reason why it's so important to ask people to engage is, is because as your, as your following grows and as people start to watch your videos, they, you know, they'll go back and watch old videos that you did. And so you want to, you really want to, from the get go, from the start of doing them, you really want to act as if you have all the people in the world watching you. After the live, one of the ways that I've really found um, has been helpful in growing my business and growing the number of followers I have is to do some boosting of my live videos. You don't have to boost every video that you do. I would recommend boosting videos that you are very clearly speaking to your ideal client very clearly, you know, addressing the problem that they're having and how you can solve that problem for them. So I don't boost all of my lives. The ones that I have a lot of passion in and that I feel people are really going to connect with, those are the ones that I boost. And a tip that I want to give to everybody is to not just go and hit the boost button um, after you do the live video. It'll give you the option to boost it. 
And if you just hit the boost button without creating any uh, targeting or anything like that, Facebook is just going to send your boost out to anybody on Facebook pretty much. And that'll just be a waste of your money because you're not targeting your specific audience. You want to create an audience before you boost your videos. So you can always just search how to create an audience on Facebook and figure out how to do that for yourself. And then once you have your audience created, you boost your video to an audience. And so the audience is people who would fit into your ideal client based on, you know, their age, women or men, interests that they might have, that kind of thing. So it's a really powerful way to send people to your page to get people more page followers. The whole idea behind boosting is, is that you get people to start liking and following your page so that that way they see all of the other videos and content that you put out. And then that way they start following you. They really like what you're doing and then eventually become a client, hopefully. How much would you say you would spend on boosting a video? My recommendation and what I do is I boost my video over four days and I spend $10 a day. And when you're just getting started and when you're playing with an audience, I would probably boost for $5 just so that you start to see if the audience that you're boosting to is actually uh, responding to your video. $70 a week is not bad for some pretty good marketing. Yeah, you think about $10, you know, five or $10 a day. And if that gets you a $2,000 client, is that worth it? Absolutely. Totally. Well, thank you for, for getting us the inside scoop on boosting and yeah. Facebook Live. Now, you did say that you got uh, one client from Instagram. How did that happen? So with the Instagram, that was just me. With, with any social media platform that you're on, it's all about being consistent and doing and consistently posting, consistently doing live videos, whatever platform it is. You have to show up all the time. So that's the first piece. And then the second piece um, that of advice that I received that has been a big help was to really use your hashtags uh, appropriately. Using hashtags on Instagram that your ideal client would be following. So let's use the example of HCI. Like if somebody tags HCI as a hashtag, then people who follow HCI would probably see that hashtag. But you have to ask yourself the question, is your ideal client following the HCI hashtag or not? So you're looking for clients that have similar interests to what you're doing, essentially. You want to use hashtags that your clients are looking for. Like somebody who wants to lose weight, what are they looking at on Instagram? They're looking at exercise programs. They're looking at healthy food recipes, you know, different things like that, right? So you want to use the hashtags that your client might be looking at. So Nikki, thank you so much for all of those awesome tips. Nikki, do you have any other tips for our tribe? The biggest shift that's happened for me is that showing up consistently and asking this question, asking yourself this question, are you going to let fear be in the driver's seat or in the passenger seat? And what I mean by that is you know, we all have fears. Fear, we know how the critter brain works. We know why fear is there. It's always going to be there. And so it's not about being fearless and never having fears. It's about you being in control and acknowledging the fears that you have and deciding to go forward anyway. And that has, the, that has been the biggest thing for me, the biggest learning that I have. And if I could share one thing with you guys, it would be that. Is the fear going to be in the driver's seat or is it going to be in the passenger seat? Hmm. 
And you know, one thing that you said when you were live on stage at HCI live uh, was be comfortable with the uncomfortable. And I love I love that quote. It really resonated with me. You've done quite a bit in uh, a short amount of time. What was HCI Live like? Do you like to be on stage? Was that an exciting thing or was that kind of scary? You know, it was a little bit of both. It was mostly exciting. I, to be honest, I, I really loved it. I felt very much in my power and in this opportunity to, to really share my beliefs with, with the world and with this, you know, this tribe and this community. And it was it was an amazing feeling. I would love to be on stage again and on other, on other stages too, not just an HCI stage. You talked a lot about community and uh, what part that played in building your business. Community for me has been, it's been so important for me to have other entrepreneurs that I connect with, not only as clients, but as my support system. And, you know, that's one of the things that's really great about HCI is that you have that community and that tribe of people who have a similar, you know, mission and vision as you, um, which I really find uh, valuable. And the other thing I guess I want to say is, is that, you know, looking as you evolve constantly, um, you know, seeking people who are evolving with you. So as you go to different levels in your business, putting yourself into communities and around people who are evolving with you is so important because you are, you are on the fast track of growth. And so you want to be around people who are on that fast track of growth also. So you've been on stage, you hit the 10 K mark. It's awesome. What are you up to now? What's going on in your life? Um, you know, I have to say, so since, since HCI live in May and when I was on the 10 K stage, everything has just changed and I have just exploded and it's been, it's been amazing. One of the things that I think I'm, that I want to share that I'm so excited about is getting to do something that I have wanted to do for the past probably two years since I kind of have been on this coaching entrepreneurial journey. Um, And that is that I have gotten to invite my boyfriend Graham on a trip to Mexico and it's on me on my uh, the money I've made from my coaching business and this is a huge win and a huge celebration for me because it's something that I've you know I wanted to do since the beginning and Graham has been so supportive and he's actually taken us on trips and so for me to be making enough money in my business to be able to invite him to go to Mexico for a week, expenses paid on me is just the coolest, the most exciting thing, honestly. Like I've waited for this day for two years and it's here and it's this kind of experience and this moment where I'm, I'm, I'm so proud of myself that, I, that I've kept going through everything, that, I've, that I haven't given up, you know, the whole year making $2,500 and like having no money and like, being so unsure of myself to deciding to commit and to do the 10 K challenge and having that experience. And then just all the growth that's happened since then. And then to come to this point here um, where I was like, Hey babe, like, do you want to come to Mexico? The trip's on me. And it was, it's just like the most amazing thing. And so it's this kind of thing that's keeping me going through the times when it feels, you know, scary or uncomfortable that, that I get to have an outcome like this, an experience like this with somebody that I love. So 
I hope that's inspiration for people to keep going and to push through when it feels scary and when it feels uncomfortable, when you don't think it's ever going to happen for you, it is going to happen for you. I promise if you keep going and if you believe in yourself enough to keep going, no matter what, to at times, you know, do things that seem absolutely crazy that other people are like, oh my God, I can't believe you're doing that. Or things that you think are crazy. And you're like, I can't believe I'm doing this. Or I can't believe I'm saying this. Like if you can push through those moments and keep going, you will get there and you will get to, you know, bring your family on a trip or retire your husband or whatever your goals are. Like they will happen, but you just have to keep going. And I hope this is just a little inspiration for you guys to keep going. Uh, speaking of inspiration, let's take a moment and think back this time last year. What was life like? This time last year, I, I mean, that's such a crazy thing. Yeah. So I had only, I was working with my second paid client. I had one at the very beginning when I first started coaching and then I didn't get another paid client for for months. And so I started with my second paid client. That was my, what made my $2,500 for the year. And, um, oh my gosh, it's crazy. Time is flying by. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's just that uncertainty and that, that lack of clarity that I mentioned earlier. And, you know, being wondering, is this going to happen? And here I am a year later and it is definitely happening. Since the 10K challenge, has your business been consistent? I've been consistently making 10,000 plus a month now. Um, Whoa, a month? Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> That's amazing. Yep. So, you know, when you think about making 10K in 10 weeks, like seriously, that's just the start. And then you set the next goal of, you know, having a 10K month or it happens. It happens fast if you believe it. To happen that way. Well, congratulations. Uh, so I guess, I mean, if you're making it a month, are you currently participating in the 10K challenge this time? <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like you're already there. Yeah, I, I totally am already there. Um, in honesty, I'm way past 10K in 10 weeks at this point. Woohoo, congrats. Yeah, so I guess I... Um, I haven't officially decided to participate. I guess I feel like I had my moment and I want to let other people have that opportunity to shine. Well, Nikki, thank you so much for all of this like juicy information that you've given to us and our listeners. Go back and replay, especially those parts where she was talking about boosting posts and, and using social media to build her business because it really is such a great tool. We're thrilled to have you part of our, our tribe and we're glad that you're doing so well and excited to see where you go next. And guys, if you want to learn a little bit more about Nikki, you can check her out on Facebook. You should be watching her lives, see what she's doing and what's working for her because it's definitely the best way to learn is to watch others. So head on over to Facebook. Uh, it's Nikki Wells Coaching. And she also has a website, www.nikkiwellscoaching.com. Definitely, if you're not following me, I would love to have you join me on Facebook because it is, it's where I share all of my content. And I want people, I want you guys to see that you can have a business and you can be making money um, from Facebook. So come check me out and get some inspiration and 
just always sending lots of love and gratitude out to the HCI community. You guys are all so incredible and changing, changing the world. Truly believe that in your heart. You really are. Well, Nikki, thank you again for joining us on the Better Than Ever podcast. And folks, as well as following Nikki on her page, if you do want to come to our live event, we do have one coming up in November 9th through 11th in Dallas, Texas. You can just head on over to www.hcilive.com slash Dallas, and you'll be able to see all of our 10K challenge winners at the live event. And Nikki was there last year. She did a fabulous job. And I know that we featured you a couple weeks ago at episode 29. If you want to hear Nikki up on stage, you can go back to that episode and hear her presentation. She did a wonderful job as well as all of our other 10K finalists. So Nikki, thank you again for your time today. Thanks so much, Hannah. Thanks for tuning in to Better Than Ever, a Health Coach Institute podcast. For more information on our programs, please go to www.healthcoachinstitute.com. Comment and share if you like what you hear. 